I've got a very lickable queen. Ooh, and I've got... I've got a terrible schism. Welcome to Date Fight. It's a podcast where we take things that occurred on this day in history and we pitch them against each other. Yes, we do. He's Jacob. I'm Matt Tapley. And together we have pinned photos of two serial killers to the chalkboard of time with the drawing pins of entertainment to see if it solves the mystery of this podcast. Joining us today is historian Alex Montonsman, author of Red Heat, Blood and Sand, Indian Summer and Real History, uh, to judge our efforts. Hello, Alex. How are you? Hello, I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I am doing very well. Thank you very much. Mm. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> no, no one's asking me that. That's cool. No, that's, that's cool. Fine. Jake, Jake's fine. No. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Right. How are you, Jake? Yeah, well, I'm, I've done remarkably well this week uh, on date fights. It's really surprised me because I've made almost no effort. How about you, Nat? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing fine. Um, I'm going to go to the 1st of May, 305. Wow. To the Cuban Missile Crisis. No. To... It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a gag from yesterday's podcast. Yeah. Keep up, everyone. Do go and listen to yesterday's podcast. It was great. Um, it was. Uh, Diocletian became the emperor when Rome was at the, its height. The Roman Empire was the biggest it had ever been. It stretched from Great Britain all the way to the Mediterranean, all the way across to uh, Greece. And Diocletian was one of the great reforming emperors. He reformed the currency and the bureaucracy. He defeated the Germans, the Slavs, the Egyptians. Um, he did the last systematic persecution of the Christians in 303, because that was sort of expected. You have to persecute some Christians or you're not really emperor. Um, and then he split the Roman Empire down the middle. It's too big. It is absolutely too big. Um, this is too unwieldy. We need an Eastern Empire and a Western Empire. And he took over Antioch and went to the Eastern Empire. And he left someone else in charge of the West. Um, and then, two years later, he abdicated. On the 1st of May, 305, he abdicated. Which was very odd for a Roman Emperor. I don't think any others did it. Oh. He abdicated with his poor health. And he went back to live in Split, where he died in his bed seven years later. And his palace is still there. And you can go and see the excavations. Uh, I mean, you can't, because you're probably under lockdown at the moment. But if you live... Unless you live in his palace in Split, in which case you can see it because you live there. And that's exactly where you should be right now. So as he created the split between the Eastern and the Western Roman Empires, which was to last for a thousand years, and I think culturally last even longer, uh, as the Habsburg Empire and the Eastern Orthodox Church, um, that sort of split becomes one of the interesting splits. In, so in England, you've got Puritans versus Roundheads, that's our sort of split. And in Europe, generally, you've got the Mediterranean versus the Gothic versus the Northern. But you've also got Rome versus Greece as this idea that drives history um, until the end of the First World War. And that's why I'm saying the abdication of Diocletian in 305 is the most important thing to have happened on the 1st of May ever in all of time. Because <laughs> if I say it louder, it's more true. <laughs> <laughs> Works in politics. Yeah. I'm going to take you to the 1st of May, 1840. Mm. And something is issued for the first time in the United Kingdom. Nat, can you guess what it is? 1840? Yes. Uh, is it Charles Dickens' semen? Huh? <laughs> no? Is that... I mean, why would you go there first? <laughs> Do you know him? Never far of course from he your would thoughts. go there first. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's... Shall Fine. I have another guess? Is this, is this your revenge making editing work for me? Is this. 
What was switching to Jake's mm. uh, Let's say uh, the Sun newspaper, Jake. Correct. Bye. <laughs> uh, it was the first official adhesive postage stamp. Oh. It was the Penny Black. Uh, now, this was an idea proposed by Sir Roland Hill. Uh, he'd proposed it three years before. Uh, the government had been having an inquiry because it was all very complex, sending stuff by post prior to it. Was, there was lots of different systems, mm. nothing unified. And he sort of said, look, what you want is a prepaid stamp and a prepaid envelope. And uh, he was given a two-year contract to run the new system, this guy, Sir Roland Hill. So um, him and another guy said, uh, well, what, what design shall we put on these stamps? We shall have a competition. So they had a, they held a competition. How people sent their entries in, I don't know. But two thousand six hundred people did. Oh. Two thousand six hundred entries. And do you know how they whittled it down? Did they just go with what Queen Victoria wanted? They went with what Sir Roland Hill had drawn. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, none of these are as good as mine. Yeah. We'll go what with mine. The chances, I think. Of these two thousand six hundred, not one of them comes close. To <laughs> yes. Wisdom of crowds, be damned. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yes, it, it was, um, of course, Victoria's uh, Sylvia Wet, mm -hmm. as Dick Van Dyke would say. And they printed, in total, 68,808,000 of them. Mm. So they're not actually necessarily that rare. No. But this was the day. Well, well done, Sir Roland Hill. Well done for his excellent design work. Yes. I reckon Queen Victoria probably sent one in as well. In fact, if she did, she'd have been disappointed. Just uh, her own face. Yeah. <laughs> Even bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Stop licking me. Let's <laughs> do <laughs> the birthdays of the day. Happy birthday to Arthur Wellesley, Duke of Wellington. When he was Prime Minister, he refused to live in 10 Downing Street because it was too small and crowded for him. Uh, he did Catholic emancipation. Yay! But was very against Jewish emancipation. Boo! Um, he had to put iron shutters on the windows at Apsley House um, because people were so angry with his opposition to reform that they tended to throw things through his windows, as well they should have. Happy birthday to Calamity Jane, uh, the Frontiers Woman, as Wikipedia says. Not that I'm sure Frontiers Woman is a word, but that's what she is. Um, people touted she is said to have... Um, oh, no, this is also Wikipedia. This isn't a co uh, contemporary source. This is just a random person off the internet. She's said to have exhibited compassion towards others, which helped to make her a noted frontier figure, showing that no one on the frontier had any compassion for other people apart from her. Uh, she's known for being in Deadwood and was a friend of Wild Bill Hickok. Um, she was a scout from Fort Russell, um, except the fact that uh, the people at Fort Russell said she was never there and she'd made it up, but we don't know. That's Calamity Jane. Uh, happy birthday to Anna Jarvis, who set up American Mother's Day because the uh, British tradition of Mothering Sunday, in fact, the European Church tradition of Mothering Sunday, was about Mother Church is not actual mothers and actual mothers needed a day. Um, she later objected to the commercialisation of Mother's Day 20 years after setting it up, and by 1943, 35 years after she set it up, she started a petition to rescind Mother's Day no. and make sure it never happened again. Um, whilst that was happening, she was put into a sanatorium for her health and never came out again. And her bills there, and this is entirely serious, were paid by florists and greeting card manufacturers so she could stay in the sanatorium and never bother anyone again. That's Anna Jarvis. <laughs> now keep her in there, this woman yeah. trying to dismantle this new cash cow. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, you say American Mother's Day, which I like, because if you put the word American in front of anything, it becomes more fascinating. You know, like American <laughs> oh, yeah. beauty, American... American graffiti. I mean, even down the road, American nails. You, 
they're doing a roaring trace when they're not having to lock themselves down. I can't think of a word that you could preface with American that wouldn't become more interesting. Civil War. <laughs> you may have. A happy death day to Matilda of Scotland. She was the Queen of England as the wife of Henry I. Um, but he was quite often off doing things, so she would sign charters instead of him. So we've got lots of charters signed by Matilda of Scotland. She's buried in Westminster Abbey, despite the fact that she didn't want to be buried in Westminster Abbey, but her husband decided that she should be. Um, happy death day. Paid for entirely by florists. <laughs> Oh, she's also the My Fair Lady we sing about in... Well, she's possibly the My Fair Lady in London Bridge is Falling Down because she built a bridge across the Thames at uh, Colchester. Uh, happy death day to David Livingstone, who said that everything in his life was to the end of ending the East African slave trade, which so horrified him, but the explorations he did led to the enslavement of many more people uh, and King Leopold's influence across pretty much all of the Congo. Um, and in fact, his last few expeditions were sponsored by Mohammed Bagaris and Mohammed Bissaleh, both of whom were slave traders, so that's massive hypocrite David Livingstone. <laughs> Also, happy death day to Magda Goebbels, who uh, stayed in the Führer bunker and personally dispatched all of her six children. Um, she refused to, because she didn't want to have them to have to defend their father, she said. Uh, she's quite an odd figure in that her letters she recognises that everything they were doing was terrible, and that's why she insisted on killing herself and her husband and all their children. Um, her body was exhumed by the KGB in 1970 and thrown into a river. So that's the unmourned death day of Magda Goebbels on the 1st of May. So, after all that, Alex, have you come to a decision? Oh, yeah, I'm afraid this one was dead easy. I mean, you know, sorry, Jake, but Stamp's just boring and nerdy, whereas Diocletian's splitting the whole of, you know, Europe and Asia into kind of two parts, East, West and Empire. Yeah, sorry, Diocletian just takes this one, hands down. Thank you very much. Wow. Proper landslide. Yeah. That's, that's cool. Three all for the week, Jake. It's all down to Saturday. Oh, uh, what? Oh, Okay. <laughs> on a knife edge um, it really is yeah. as are <laughs> just, we just gonna... join us on yeah. our knife edge it's not comfortable yeah. but it is exciting yeah. <laughs> yes it's just good to, to feel alive again just to feel anything really um, we'll be back tomorrow with another date fight I do hope you'll join us for that then you can subscribe and share and do all of those things uh, it would make a massive difference thanks very much indeed see you tomorrow yes bye